Good morning as we roll on on ESPN 1000. Don't forget, Greeny at 10, Carmen Yurk at 12, Waddle and Sylvie at 2, Black and Abdallah 6 to 8 tonight here on your home for sports as we cover a new era in Bears football. Mel Kuyper uh, was on multiple ESPN shows this morning and he talked today about what he thinks the Bears should do. We'll get into that in just a second. Uh, But if you listen to what he's saying, he was on KJM, Mm -hmm. the audio that we're going to play, but do you believe that they have to trade the pick or fields, one of the two, Mm -hmm. or it's a fail, or just take the best player? No, I'm I'm much more in trading trading the pick than than taking the, the best player. It'd be different if they were one player away somehow and they had the number one pick. You take Jalen Carter. They're rebuilding a roster. I would be, I'm going to say, very surprised if he keeps the pick. Not shocked beyond belief, just very surprised. I think it's, I don't know, 65-35 that he trades it. I'm just using, I think he trades it. I would it. think he will trade it, but it's amazing to me whether it's people that I know Mm -hmm. and text or tweet with or people I just happen to see on social media. Like He could announce today I traded the pick and I got this and this, and it's a good deal, and people will be outraged. That's all you got? Well, until we see it, we don't know. But look, I mean, mean, Jalen Carter is really good, could be a generational player, but it's one guy on a team that needs to rebuild a lot of different phases of of its football team. So... I don't see why he would keep the pick. But look, if you don't hear the right thing, it's like Jed with Wilson Contreras. You don't hear the right deal, you keep it. I know some people are going to roll their eyes when I say this, but if you look at the betting markets, this pick is going to get traded. Like Bryce Young minus 120, C.J. Stroud plus 250 is the two favorites to go number one overall. Look, if if they were in the business of putting bad odds out there, they wouldn't have a bunch of hotels. Yeah, that's why I said 65, 35, 70, maybe it's even higher. I don't know. But I, look, this isn't my field of expertise. I'm just saying he's probably going to trade the pick. It makes the most sense. Okay, here's Mel Kuyper on KJM. Should the Bears take another quarterback and trade Justin? I would never, if I'm the Bears, uh, take a quarterback over Justin Fields. And Justin Fields, you get the defensive lineman in Jalen Carter or Will Anderson Jr. I would go Carter, and you stuck stick with Justin Fields. I thought he was the second-best quarterback rating his board uh, behind Trevor Lawrence. Uh, people are knocking him, and look how he's performed. He's made a lot of progress as a passer, and he's an incredible runner. So he's going to be that ultimate dual-threat quarterback once they help him with the Chicago Bears. There you go. Yeah, that look, is I- Mel Kuiper this morning on KJM. You may have said this. I know Sylvia said, I'm not, like, even if you have some little doubts about Fields, I am not starting over again. Okay? Maybe it's just because we've lived in this city our whole lives. Forget it. I'm putting all my eggs in the basket when it comes to Justin Fields. That's it. Stop with this trying to, oh, we're going to trade and then sign. No. He's our guy. Trade the pick. Rebuild the team. And roll the dice. Okay? We're not starting over again with another quarterback who, by the way, Young, I don't care. Strout, none of them are sure things. Why are they any better than Justin Fields, by the way? If you don't love Fields, you, you Stroud and Young, they're, they're for sure Hall well, of Famers? what they do allow you to do is reset the clock on a rookie contract. I want Fields. No, I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not telling you that. I'm not resetting. I'm not restarting. I'm not starting over. You've, you've developed this guy to the point where now he can run and he can pass a little bit more. Let's keep going. Starting over, my God, I can't believe people are suggesting that. 
Eddie on the north side. It's not like Peyton Manning is in this draft. If it was a sure thing, absolute Hall of Famer, number one, you know, whatever. Yeah, okay, different story. There isn't one. Agreed. 312-332-3776. Joey G, our guy from Melrose Park. Joey, good morning. How are you, sir? I'm good, Camp. How are you? I'm good, my man. Jesse, how are you? Great. Great to talk to you, buddy. Good. Always a pleasure. Um, it's real simple today, Cap. I want the nose tackle from Georgia. That's Jalen Carter, and that is who Mel Kuyper's early mock has the Bears staying at one and taking Jalen Carter, your guy. Yeah, I didn't see the Mel Kuyper uh, thing, but yeah, the, the kid's a beast. He is a beast. Well, he's a, he could be a generational talent. This is the beauty of it. You're, it's a win-win for the Bears. If they don't hear the right offer, they take him. And your defensive line is amazing. If they do hear the right offer, they load up on draft picks and, and, and help themselves in other areas. It's a win-win. Chip, did you happen to hear uh, Eddie and uh, Carmen Yurko? I didn't. I did hear Eddie this morning when he called in. What did he say <laughs> on Carmen Yurko? He said on Carmen Yurko that uh, Courtney Cronin said that Justin Fields is a better quarterback than Joe Burrow. I don't believe Courtney said that. Because I've I don't talked believe to him about it either. This. I mean, we're talking about Eddie. <laughs> right, exactly. 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 Yeah. Joey, have a great day, man. Yeah, I, always a pleasure. Have a great day and uh, take care. Be safe. I don't know. It's possible she said he's a better runner and Eddie decided to you know, make, Correct. It, make it a bigger thing. But we, Eddie, we all know he's not. You agitate me. <laughs> <laughs> it's our guy, Joey. I'm having lunch with him next week. You are a man of the people. Aren't I am you? going out to Melrose Park, and I'm going to break bread with him. When are we having lunch now that you don't have TV? You're buying, of course. Of course. All right. 100%. All right. Let's do that soon. I get afternoons free. I'll tell you what. You come with me to Peoria today. I ain't doing that. And I'll buy you lunch now. <laughs> I ain't doing that. And dinner. I'll <laughs> no get you a press no row shot. seat. No shot. The war on 74, uh, man. I mean, in a different world, at a different time, I'd come I mean, with What you would you ever. rather do, watch Kansas lose to TCU 85-60 <laughs> to 60, or come watch Illinois State at Bradley? I, I'd like a Twitch channel watching Danny when Kansas loses like that. That's what I want to see. Oh, my see. God. They lost he says he doesn't care. Five. We play for championships in Lawrence. That's what I keep hearing. That's what he said yesterday. I go, oh, boy. They <laughs> lost to Baylor. They, they lost three in a row. Whatever. We play for championships. We'll see if they're playing for one. Fog out. We'll, we'll find out. Yes, we will. Uh three one two three three two three seven seven six. Here is a great question from John in Marengo. John, what's up, Sparky? What's going on there, Cappy McCapperton? How you doing, kid? Hey, just a hypothetical, bud. Because <laughs> yeah. I know you guys like hypotheticals. So let's just say that Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow are in this draft. Would you trade now? Would you? I know Jesse's like I don't want to trade already. I just want to know: Would you? Would you say? All right, you got to go. Sorry, Justin. Okay. We got this coming. All right. At least now it's a, it's a worthy of debate. Like the quarterbacks <laughs> available this year, it's not worthy of debate. I said I would probably still say no if I've already if I'm already two years in developing a guy. I know his passing game isn't quite there, but at least John, it's a conversation. I'd like to get yeah. Cap's opinion. Would you do it, John? I would do it for Joe Burrow. Trevor Lawrence, I don't know, because Trevor is on a different I, – I, Joe Burrow is your peer passer. But, again, the Bears, 
are they going to do their same run the ball, run the right. ball, play defense, and throw six-yard passes on 10-yard when we need third and 10? John, let me go back. If you can't run the ball in this league, you cannot win. Philadelphia oh, is an example. San yeah. Francisco. We just have to add talent around our quarterback. Cap, Cap, you answered as well. Trevor Lawrence or Thanks, Joe John. Burrow are available this year. Now, remember, it's them coming out of college. It's not them after two years. Trevor in the, Lawrence or Joe Burrow are in are, this draft. In this draft. Yes, I'm moving on from Justin. Yeah, I, I, see, that's where I'm... And much, I love Justin. Right, I know. It's, I'm much closer to saying yes. So it's it, it's this quarterback class. And I know I'm contradicting myself starting over. But Joe Burrow is I mean, coming off that year at LSU. Go back a couple years when he came out. That was an unbelievable year. I'm, I'm much closer to saying yes to trading fields and drafting Burrow. So it does come down to, okay, I'm not trading fields for the guys that are available now and starting over because they're not any better, in my opinion. In my opinion. Rather than going through what is really a useless exercise and working backwards with Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. look forwards because next year there are two quarterbacks who I – could tell you are Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence and Drake May and Caleb Williams are going to be in the draft. If you have a first-round pick by hook or by crook in the top five in next year's draft and Fields hasn't gotten a ton better, would you then move on? Well, that's a year later now. Now, now that's a, and those quarterbacks are different, difference makers. Yes, we're, it's more of a conversation then. It's just not a conversation right now because of the quarterbacks in the class and the investment you've made in Justin Fields. So I'm going to limit it, limit it to just this moment in time. I would not move on. Yeah, I'm keeping him. Next year could be a different story. Two years ago could have been a different story if he was, you know, where he was and Burrow was coming out, whatever it is. But this moment in time, no way. I'm not starting over. Steven Wheeling. Hey, Steve, what's up, Cookie? Hey, what's, what's going on, Cat? Good How morning. Not too bad, sir. Um, I say the Bears trade down, get more picks. I'm only saying this because I'm a Seahawks fan myself. I've called before. I don't know if you remember. Mm-hmm. But um, you guys are in the same scenario. We need trenches help. Get, get more picks. Strengthen that line on both sides. Agreed. Because that's where, that's, where, that's where games are win loss. See, if you're just going to rely on the one player to be your, you know, and they say could be. We're not saying the guy's a guarantee. Jalen Carter, I'm talking even Will Anderson. But just to get at least get some depth in your you know O and D line. That's that's what it takes, in my my opinion. And remember, if you trade down, Steve, thanks, man. You're not just getting depth. You can still draft a, a star player if you just go down to four or seven or nine. Like you're still getting really good players, even if you draft Correct. down. But until they take building the defensive and offensive lines as a priority, you know, I've got a couple buddies of mine are like, just get the best receiver. No. You got to protect your quarterback first and foremost. You need both. Yeah, you win in the trenches. There's no doubt. It's just where you win. Sexier if you get a great ride receiver to pair with Fields. You know, it's more fun. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Albert Breer was on yesterday. He writes Monday Morning Quarterback for SI.com. He's one of the most connected guys in the NFL reporting world. He said C.J. Stroud of Ohio State entering the draft hurts the Bears' ability to negotiate a bigger package in a trade. Should they be trying to trade back further in the draft? That could be a big issue. Do you agree? Next. Cap and Jay Hood are back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Rolling on with the great... 
Jesse Rogers. <laughs> Good to be Jay, with you, Cap. Jay Moore. I'm Cap. But he has the day off. It's been a fun show. It has. It's been a fun show. <laughs> it has. Now you'll get home about 11. Yeah. And you'll be asleep by be on 11, that couch. 28. I'll be on that couch. I don't know how you guys do it. Five days a week, 4 a.m., wake up. But I used to do respect. this, then go to TV. Respect. I then do the call. I give you ultimate. Then come in. I give you ultimate respect. Game on. I give you ultimate respect. At least, least working for a living. Give me some respect for sitting at uh, Wrigley or Southside for four and a half hour games. Yes. All right? Yes. Work Je- Jesse's talking to us like we're putting up a skyscraper. <laughs> like we're doing, waking up at 4 a.m. to dig ditches. I know. I'm just kidding around. We're, we all are in the playground. We for play our, our careers at are in the playground. At Disneyland. No, jo- no doubt about it. But think of making no money, just begging for any opportunity, trying to get to this point. We were there. Yeah. That actually, if I could, that lets me segue because you just made me think of the beginning of my career where I was trying to, working over down the dial. I want to say this. I was on vacation in Cancun last week and get the news that Lynn Bramer passed away. And like so many people had dealings with Lynn Bramer because he was an institution in this town. And we saw him at the ballpark all the time. All the time. And I worked in the same building with him. He was on the rock side. I was on the sports side. And as this story's been told many times, you know, sports guys want to meet the rockers and rockers want to meet the sports guys. So Lynn would come over to our side of the building every day and love the Cubs, obviously. And like everyone else uh, that has said this, was the nicest guy in the world. Everybody was his friend. He was everyone's friend. And uh, it's just a shock. It's just a shock. Too many people to cancer in our business just in the last few years. And I just want to... Say that. I mean, Lynn was a great friend and a good person and, and just so much fun to be around. Yeah, him. he was a great. He loved his music. Really yep. He loved his pizza. Loved his and he Cubs. loved his Cubs. No doubt. No so. doubt. So he'll be missed. And I just want to. So many great tributes. I was just going through Twitter last week and almost felt, you know, I did feel guilty. I'm sitting at a pool in Cancun. Everyone gets a vacation, right? But then I see that. And it's just like, my God. Yeah, I got the. When I saw it, I was out of town. And I got the chills. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, even though we knew he was sick, but you always hear uh, turning the corner and you're hopeful and all that, and just didn't happen. So um, you'll be remembered for a long time, Lynn. One of the greats. That is correct. Institution. Uh, so Albert Breer reported C.J. Stroud entering the draft is hurting the Bears' ability to negotiate, possibly. And if they want to trade back further in the draft, because there's three quarterbacks, not two, and there's no clear-cut number one, teams might say, I'm not going to give you all you want. I'll take one of the other guys. I have them all graded about equal. Do you agree with that? John Woodridge is next. Hey, John, what's up, buddy? Hi, Jordan Kaplan. Uh, huge fan of yours, but I got to say, I, I do not think that hurts the Bears' ability to negotiate at all. I actually think that helps them. I think C.J. Stroud is the number one quarterback in this draft. You look at what he did against Georgia in the playoffs. Uh, Ohio State should have won that game. Uh, I like Bryce Young, but I do not think he is going to be a an NFL star at all, but I could see where that guy thinks that, but I think it only helps the Bears because if I'm the Houston Texans, I am going to get C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, there's so many teams that need John, a quarterback. thanks, man. Appreciate you. There's so many teams that need a quarterback. If Poles plays this right, he'll get the right package and, and help the Bears. I mean, it's as everyone has stated, you I'm sure, it's rare to get the number one pick and not need a quarterback, right? They have the number one pick. Don't have to draft a quarterback. Maximize that. Maximize that moment in Bears history. That's what that's what he's facing right now. To maximize that moment. 
this is a chance to completely change the trajectory of your franchise. All thanks to Lovey Smith. Thank you, Lovey. <laughs> Appreciate you. Say you love Lovey. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Kevin is in Aurora. Hey, Kevin, what's hey. going on, man? Hey, guys. Hey, Sparkles. How are you? I'm good, Cookie. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Hey, uh, the the question about what we're going to do about you know should we take a quarterback? Put Fields in this draft. Where does he end up? He's going to be number one. So we don't you know we answer that question. We don't need a quarterback in that sense. So. What are you guys' thoughts about that? That's basically what I'm saying. There isn't anybody clear-cut, 100% better than Fields, I don't think. Well, most that I've talked to and we had on, Shay, who was on the station and the question? Oh, I think it was Albert. Uh, Kevin, thanks for the call, man. He said that if Fields was in this draft Mm -hmm. from talking with GMs, Mm -hmm. Justin Fields would go number one. Okay, so there you go. That ends the... the, uh, And that's, that's without... What is this, the two years of experience, right? I mean, right. now he's in his third year. Of course, I'd rather have that guy than one of these other guys that's just coming out and is not necessarily more talented. The interesting thing that Kuiper said was something similar. Here's Mel Kuiper this morning on KJM. That's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Mm-hmm. You hear it here before us on ESPN 1000 on the Bears holding the number one pick. I would never, if I'm the Bears, uh, take a quarterback over Justin Fields. And Justin Fields, you get the defensive lineman in Jalen Carter or Will Anderson Jr. I would go Carter, and you stuck stick with Justin Fields. I thought he was the second-best quarterback, rating his board uh, behind Trevor Lawrence. Uh, people are knocking him, and look how he's performed. He's made a lot of progress as a passer, and he's an incredible runner. So he's going to be that ultimate dual-threat quarterback once they help him with the Chicago Bears. I, I think this storyline has been so ridiculous, Cap, the idea of trading fields. Why did we draft him if two years later you're giving up? It's not like he's gone backwards. He's getting better. Yes, he wasn't a first-year you know, MVP, all-pro, rookie of the year, whatever, but he's getting better. I, I don't, it's such a weird storyline. They drafted a talented quarterback. He's getting better. Now let's address other areas. Why is this even a, a question mark? Agreed. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. The other thing that is incredibly interesting about this whole saga with the Bears is if they don't get like an insane haul back, people are actually going to be disappointed, right? I mean, if they if, you're, if they don't get the insane offer, they should keep it and take Carter. Do you agree with that? I mean, obviously, if you're if you're not hearing what you, it's, it goes back to what I said about Jed Hoyer and Wilson Contreras. If you just in your heart of hearts don't like what you're hearing, then keep the pick, or or you in that camp just take the best whatever it is, because whatever it is is still going to be multiple picks and future second rounders. Well, and all how that far jazz. back am I trading? If you tell me I'm trading down to fifteen, I got to get an insane haul. haul. Better be a haul. But if you tell me the Colts are coming up to one. Because they allegedly like Will Levis, the best of the group. Whoever it is. Yeah. If the Colts at four are moving up to one, I think I'm going to get a nice package. I may not get everything everyone on social media thinks. Right. And I'm still going to get one of Will Anderson, the kid from Texas Tech, or Jalen Carter. I'm getting one of them if I'm at four because there's at least one quarterback going ahead of me. Yeah, and that's the beauty of this thing. That's what I said earlier. Even if you trade down four, nine, whatever, you're still getting a good player with your number one pick. Correct. And then you've built up 
Multiple second, yeah, multiple second rounds, multiple third rounds. Maybe you're getting a player back. Who knows? If you trade the pick, you're getting a current NFL player back as part of the package. I don't know. So, um, yeah, of course, people aren't, are going to be, oh, they didn't get enough. It's just a knee-jerk reaction. But we'll see. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll blow everyone away. Yeah, I'm amazed by the number of people who don't realize how bad this roster is. They I, truly I, don't. I think their record indicated that. People don't believe it, though. Well, we could have beat the Eagles. Well, we could have done this. We beat San Francisco in a monsoon. That's NFL football. You can always make a case. Week to week. That's what it is. It's a week to week league. Shea Shea is one of those people. My brother's with Shea. We can turn this around quick. I do not see a scenario where that's a 9-10 win football team. I think in general that theory fits. You can turn around an NFL team quick. Not this roster. That doesn't mean this roster. Right. It doesn't mean in every case. Right? right. First of all, Fields is not a finished product, so you're still working on him and the people around him. I'm, I'm with you. Is there a scenario they could make the playoffs the next year? Of course there's a scenario. Can you see it? Clearly, no. No. Right. I don't see them winning nine, ten football games. Right. I don't. And, and I hope they do. Right, right. I'm not rooting for saying. them. I'm a Bears fan. Without the draft, without free agency, can we say there's a Yes, you could say it. But to see it clearly, to def- to say right now, no chance you can say that right now. I have got to fix my offensive line first and foremost right? so that my quarterback, who I believe in, has time to process, go through things. Then I've got to go get a couple of wide receivers, whether that's free agency, trade, or draft. Then I also have to address, at the same time, as best I can, my defensive line, which is awful. Yeah. Let me, let me say this also, though. Justin Fields has a, some responsibility to make other players better, too. Agreed. Like, you don't have to go get five all-pro offensive linemen. You have what you think is a franchise quarterback. He's got to make those offensive linemen look better, too. Now, I'm not saying they don't need to improve. They do. But it's like, okay, there's only so many pieces you can fix in one offseason. Now, Fields, go to the next level. Make this guy look better than he actually is. That's what the great quarterbacks do. Completely. Agree. Can I? Because going back to saying week to week league and they they can't get that much better. I could offer. I could change two plays. They win five games this past year. Okay. What does five games get you? No, it doesn't get you anything. But all I, I, what I'm saying is. Okay, then I'm going to change two plays and I'm taking the Houston win away. That's fine. But the point yeah. I'm making to you is you the little very minor things. That's the way the league is the, every week. Correct. So why can't they win more games? Because, because they don't have enough talent and they have no depth on their roster and you can't fix all that in one off season. They're the worst roster in the National Football League and it's not close. The, I'm going to say it again. The Jags flip 48% of their roster. They have four guys on this team that started 10 games a year ago. That's it. You keep saying Urban Meyer brought in talent, but he was a bad guy in a toxic environment. He didn't bring in talent. The entire roster got flipped. The entire the roster did in- not, and they have 48% some of it got flipped over. That's less than they half. They four guys a- who started 10 games. Th- they the roster have, got flipped. They have more talent on their roster prior to last year's free agency than the Bears do, and it wasn't close. I just, Cap, I feel like you're in a cloud where I, I give you a bunch of evidence of teams that have done it, including the Bears, 2017 Shay, to 2018. Shay, we could give you much more evidence of teams that didn't do it in right, one but they, year. You know what they do, so Jess? I, that's why I said it Jess, is possible. But this is the point. What they do when they don't do it is they fire their general manager. Well, I, wait, what? The point I'm making the entire time is if you can't get better, then you made the wrong hires. 
That's the point I've been making the whole time. If you can't go from last yes, to first, you can give me examples of teams to be fired. That if you, you can't can, go from last Jesse, to first, can, can I finish the point? Yeah. You can give me examples of teams that don't go from worst to first or worst from four wins to nine wins. You can do that. Those teams fire their general managers well, did, or they did, fire their coaches. Detroit's I don't didn't want fire the Bears their, to do that. Detroit's been building they something. They went from three to nine. My God, they have nine first-round picks on they, their that, roster. Right. They've been building something for a few years now. I don't know what you're saying. Yes, it is possible. Why would the Lions fire the coach? They went from three wins to nine wins. It is possible. When they didn't get better with Patricia, they fired Patricia and the general manager. What am I? Am I missing something? I mean, look at the Bears roster in 2017 when they were bad. My God. When was it? 27? What was their record? 2017. Five and 11. They had Akeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman, damn good football player. They had... Uh, Trevathan, Leonard Floyd, Amukamara, Kyle Fuller, Adrian Amos, Eddie Jackson. They had three other, three solid starters on their offensive line. For crying out loud, that, that team had a lot more talent than this team has now to move yeah. in in 18. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where Shea's going with this. Yeah, I, I really don't, don't. I don't either. Yeah, of course, they might be able to turn it around. It's just I wouldn't put more. I wouldn't give it a more than 50% chance at it. I wouldn't say that's more likely than less likely. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs. I'm not even saying they're going to win nine games. I've said seven's the floor. You got to get If you can get to nine, then you had a really successful year. Maybe you make the playoffs. Yeah. If you don't do All that, right. then I think you made the wrong hires. All right, six and seven. Okay. Yeah, six I'm not going to say sure. you, you made the wrong hires if they're... Six and eleven. Just basing myself no, off the either. history of this league, man. That's all. Just the history of what's happened that's, every year in this league. That's the guy that if Nathan Peterman had thrown four touchdowns the last game of the year, is he the future? Yeah. I mean, the guy traded Roquan Smith, Robert Quinn. I mean, they, they are legitimately talent they, devoid. The, talent devoid. They tore this thing down other than the quarterback. All right. Is the NFL finally going too far in their pursuit of money with a potential permanent change to playoff games? Next. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and Jay Hood. Braxton Jones, first Bear since 2018 to be named to the Pro Football Writers of America All-Rookie Team. Bulls, awful. Blow a 21-point lead, lose to the Pacers, who had lost seven in a row in Indianapolis last night. Zach Levine, terrible down the stretch. Bulls turned it over six times in the fourth quarter. And Scott Rowland on the strength of a Jesse Rogers vote is the lone inductee to the MLB Hall of Fame. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. We did start the show about the Bulls and Zach Levine, and I finally declared myself... Not a fan, not attempting to be a fan. I'm just done. I know Sylvie's on the elliptical right now listening. He's like, yeah, sure, Jesse. No, I'm done. I'm off. I tried. Can't be a fan. I, if he does well, I'll, I'll cheer, I'll clap. But I'm expecting the worst out of this guy because last night was it. The final two minutes of that game was the worst Zach Levine I've seen in a long time. Turnovers, all sorts of turnovers. Got a ball stolen from him, dribbled one off his leg traveled, took a terrible three-point shot, couldn't inbound a b- I mean, he did everything possible wrong and played poor defense. Right. I'm when, done. When he had... Okay, so full disclosure. I had a full, same game parlay going. I need Alex Crusoe over five and a half points. 
Five and a half. That's not a lot. What did he end up? He with? gets four in the first quarter. I'm like, oh, we're good here. He flashes under the basket yes. on that inbound. I'm like, throw it. He would have laid it in. I would have cashed. Wait, are you serious? He had four points in the first quarter and ended with four? Yes. I'm looking at it right now. And they were all free throws. Yeah. In four free throws in the first quarter. Yeah. And you're Once right. Once he went in and he, he had a chance and it got, like, he fumbled it. So he threw it to Patrick Williams. And I'm like, that was a layup you missed. Not only that, the final shot of the game. The U- he pulled up yes, a free. Pulled up. It was a nothing three. It wouldn't have mattered. Correct. He missed that, too. Correct. It was pretty wide open. Wide open three at the end of the game <laughs> wouldn't have mattered, and he but, missed it. But for people that didn't see, 20 seconds left, whatever it was, Levine's inbounding. They double-teamed DeRozan. Caruso comes open right under the basket. Quick pass. He lays it in, and Levine holds on to it, has to take their final timeout. So Billy Donovan boots him from the sideline in terms of throwing the ball in. And he lets Caruso throw it in, and Caruso turns it over. Right. Gets tipped away. Oh, my God. You're kidding. He needed five points. That's where gambling is insane, right? Insane. Four and a half was the over-under. He has four after the first quarter. Five and a half. Or five and a half is the And he has four after the first quarter. Correct. Insane. Yeah. Insane. And had multiple times he's in the lane with right. the ball. And I saw it. Yeah, I was watching. Getting it knocked away, or he makes a pad. I'm like, quit being so unselfish. Just give me one basket. And then there he is open underneath. And they don't throw him the ball. they don't throw him the ball. Unbelievable. And two nights ago, my brother and I and some friends, we put one together. Mm -hmm. And we hit it. Because Zach Levine had to score 20. He has has 19. There's 45 seconds left. He's stuck on 19. Vegas is He goes to the (laughs) line. I'm like, okay, I need one free throw. That's all I need. That's not like life-changing money here, but it's fun. Sure, yeah, it's fun. He bricks the first one. And I'm like, you've got, I stood up, I'm standing by the TV, dogs are looking at me like I'm nuts barking. You're and praying I'm like, for a free throw. Make the effing free throw. He hits the back iron, it goes up and drops through. Cash City. Vegas is amazing. 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 They're amazing. Uh, that let, Caruso one's funny though. Wow. Let's go to the phones and we'll get to this NFL pursuit of money deal. Um, who, does, who doesn't like us right now? Let's see. Blake doesn't like <laughs> us. Hey, Blake, what's up there, buddy? Hey, what's up, uh, you guys? You guys got the right guy. I'm disagreeing with Cap and Jesse on this. Love you guys. Shay's 100% right. Um, I know that you're thinking of the Lions as an example. They're an outlier. Uh, so are the Bengals, meaning that they stuck with their coach and GM through multiple heavy losing seasons. And the difference there is the quarterback clock. Um because, Cap, if what you're saying is correct, that the Bears, the expectation should not be eight or nine wins next year. So the expectation would be double-digit losses. You know, eight wins is a losing record with 17 games. So if they can't turn $125 million of cap space and the number one pick into multiple assets that gets them to eight or nine wins next year, that means they're not competing for a playoff spot until 24, which means they're not competing for a Super Bowl until 25, which means... You've, that's co- you've exhausted Justin Fields' rookie contract. That's correct. That closes that, the window. That's correct. Okay. They you, are not competing you a new one. prior. In my opinion, that is not a playoff team in 23. I'm hoping they're contending for a playoff spot in 24. I don't know about the whole Super Bowl talk in 25. I think that's wildly optimistic. They, as of today, It better not be. I'll tell you what. It better not be wildly optimistic. Okay. Well, then you got to move on from Justin Fields because the advantage of having a... a Franchise quarterback on a rookie deal cannot be overlooked. Like, what did Poles pitch the ownership on that? 
to Blake's point, if unless Mahomes wins it this year, no quarterback that's been paid has won it. It's just yeah. it, you got to do it on Look, the rookie deal. The, the the phrase "competing for a Blake, playoff thanks, man. competing for a playoff spot" is pretty ambiguous. I mean, seven wins is probably you're in the hunt thing on on yeah, the graphic. That, that's different. Right. I'm talking about winning nine or ten games right. when we made the playoffs, so we're right there. That's probably not happening next year. Well, I've always not. said for me, like I think you can get eight or nine. I think you can get there if the coin flips the right way a few times. Right, but the floor eight, for me. Eight. You gotta win seven games next year, or we're gonna. If you don't win seven games next year, the quarterback is wrong, or the hires are wrong. One of the two. Yeah, disagree. Because at the start of the year, when I predicted them, I said, "I'll give you five. I think they're trending toward three. That's exactly what I said. Uh, Shay, I agree with you. I, I told Chase you five. Said five. Hoodie said seven, and I'm, I think I said something like six when I was. I look like at this team, and. I, Folks, we can go, well, they should have beat Philly. They had Miami. It's a week-to-week league. They don't have enough talent. I just don't see this team. I think right now, today, and this could all change. Aaron Rodgers could be playing for Vegas. Or well, also, we you haven't seen free agency today, or the draft The Bears yet. are the dead last team in the division. Dead last. Sure, but that, again, we haven't seen free agency or the draft this yet. Is, right, this is why he opened up all the cap space and tanked. I mean, That's again where my point lies, is if you made yeah. the right hire, I think you can get enough to get you to seven wins next year. I, I would I, expect I, to get I to seven wins. I don't disagree with you there, Shay. Seven or eight wins, yes. I don't necessarily mean uh, think ten. You know, there's a that's a big difference. Seven and ten is a huge difference in the league. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. You're right. Andrew, You're right. Andrew on Twitter says, listen to the show, guys. Trade fields for Lamar Jackson and their second-round pick. Why would I want to take no, on no, no, no. their guy who's banged up looking to get $300 million? Are you crazy, no, Andrew? No, no, no. No shot. No. Absolutely You, you want no fields shot. to turn into what Lamar was a few years ago. The, the, well, I, I want him to be a better passer. Well, right. But well, Lamar was okay, at times okay. You're right. I want to be a better passer. But similar player to dual threat, because he was. Um you want him to be better. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, 312-332-3776. We'll try and squeeze a couple more of these calls in. We want to get real fast into this NFL going too far with the pursuit of money and the cut of the day. All next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. Gap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. Rolling on, Cap J. Hood, ESPN 1000. Huge thanks to the great Jesse Rogers for being here today. For Hoodie, who was traveling, coming back from doing basketball. He'll be here tomorrow. And if you're going to watch tonight, Illinois State at Bradley, baby. I'm on the call with John Rooney. Oh, really? Tell John I say hello. I will. And he is a new broadcast partner. I don't know if they're going to be partners, but... Chip Carey, congratulations. Yeah, colleague, Chip Carey, good friend. He is the new voice of the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, the other guy got into some trouble down there. So yes, he, he Dan retired. McLaughlin. He retired. But Rooney, tell John I say hello. I will. Uh, now, is, what's, is this on TV? Can I watch this? I think it's on NBC Sports Chicago. Oh, I'll be all over Persona this. Persona non grata now. I will, I, be, I will be analyzing you guys, not the game. About I'm going to be taking notes the whole nine yards. How about that. Um, so you're back, though, tomorrow with Hoodie. Yes. Okay. I will 
As long as I can drive back tonight, <laughs> I will be here. Snow is subsiding. You'll be fine. It's one of those late nights, early, early mornings. mornings. And after the show, it's like, I ain't working out today. I'm sleeping. What's tomorrow now? Thursday? Thursday. All right. You're almost at the end of the week. Yeah. Point. You just kind of. There you go. Figure out. Who, so wait, before we do anything, who do you like Sunday? Who do I like in the game? Sunday. Uh, so I'm going to the Bengals oh, that's at right. the Chiefs you are. game. I will be there. Pretty cool. My wife and I are going. Looking forward to that. I've never been to an AFC or NFC title game, so I'm excited to do that. Uh, I like the 49ers to upset the Eagles. I like the Chiefs to hold serve and win over the Bengals. I think I like the Bengals. This guy's such a winner. He is. He's a great player. I think I like the Bengals to go back, but and I think I like the Eagles. So you and I are completely opposite. There you go. I think I like the Eagles. They've been the best team all year. No reason to think they don't show up again. And at some point, Brock Purdy's going to look like a rookie, right? Correct. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Anyway, let's go uh, get Matt. He's next. Hey, Matt, what's up, buddy? Hey, good morning. Uh, First of all, when you go to Peoria, I'm from Peoria, go to Agatucci's Pizza. Uh, It'll change your life. There you go. Uh, Agatucci's Pizza. Okay. Second of all, go Cardinals. Who? What? Uh, <laughs> That's how you get My hung guy. up on. <laughs> <laughs> Go Cardinals. And then I want to know about what? Are, how realistic is it that we can trade back with Seattle? Um, get their two number ones this year and then the number one next year. And, and they're going from, you're getting five and 20 this year. And you want, what did you say you want? Their two number ones this year and what else? One next year. You're asking them to give you three number one picks, and who are they coming up to get? And they apparently are at least telling people they're bringing Geno Smith back. Right. So they're not going to do that unless they draft a quarterback. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to bring Geno back. They need a quarterback. They need a franchise quarterback. In my opinion. I mean, we know what San Francisco paid to get Trey Lance. They went from twelve to three, and they had to give up twelve and two more number ones. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's, I'm, not sure get, I'm not sure you're getting three number ones to go down to five. I don't think one to five gets you three number ones, but well, we'll right, see. Because one of them is just trading your pick. Like, it's two more number ones, really, right? Right. It's actually two more number ones. You're two just, more number ones. Yeah, I don't know. If you're the Bears, you do it. I, th- I think you toss in yeah. a fourth rounder next year or something like that. But, I mean, we just we need the picks is what we need. We do. Right. But, again... There's three quarterbacks that'll go in the top five, and Albert Breer believes there's not one standout. There's three good quarterback prospects, Levis, Young, and Stroud, and he believes that will not end their negotiating, but it will make it tougher on them, on the Bears. So, yeah, uh, pre- Matt, appreciate the call, man. Thanks for listening. 312-332-3776. One other thing. And we'll get into this more tomorrow with Hoodie because we're just we're out of time. We had a lot of fun this morning. The NFL is possibly, and it's probably leaning in the probable direction, they're going to move the NFC and AFC title games to neutral sites permanently where they would control the skyboxes, they would control the sponsorships, cities would bid to host it. A lot of money, but your team plays, although you're the Eagles, to get to the number one seed, now you got to go play in a neutral site. Side note, um, this is Scott Boris's idea in baseball to have like a best of nine World Series at a neutral site. Correct. I know. I think I'm with you. You you 
work all year to get home field advantage. You deserve to have it. And certainly your home field fans deserve to have that game in your home stadium. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's make those fans pay thousands to travel to a site and then pay even more for tickets because the league runs that. I mean, come on. They do it in college football. I mean, they do it for the Super Bowl. Right. You know, they do it for the Super Bowl. I get it. But NCAA tournament is all on neutral floors. Different animal. Different animal. Huge tournament. I don't know. What do you think? I I understand. How could a fan be for it? How could you as a fan be for it? I understand all well, you have a better chance probably to get tickets if you're a fan that wants to go. Well, if you're I suppose if you're a visiting fan, maybe you do. Or if you're a home fan, I'm not a bear season ticket or black and Abdallah go to every game because they have tickets. Right, but I if, don't. If you're a season ticket holder, I would assume. But if it's in a neutral site, I would think I'd have a better chance. When a season ticket holder get first dibs, even on a I neutral site? I don't know site? how they would. I would think, yeah. but I don't know. I don't know. I think it's awful. Uh, real quick, really quick. Read Jack, what's up? Hey, guys, how are you doing? How are you doing? What's up? Good, yeah. So, first of all, I think it's a terrible idea. All the memories of champion conference championship games at a specific stadium, whether the home team wins or it's an upset. Those are some of the great moments in NFL history. But I've read articles from the 1970s, 80s, 90s, 2000s with people saying this is going to be bad for the league. It never is. They're going to do whatever they want, and they're going to make more money. What I personally as a fan would like to see is let's put lifetime health insurance on the table past you know the five years they they get it for five years uh after retirement that's Agreed. Like invested veterans Agreed. and that became a Agreed. big problem with demar hamlin so that's great if, 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 thanks if, man if we got moving the championship games get you money for that and they directly put it in then i'm for it yeah agreed uh here is our cap and j hood classic cut of the day brought to you by our friends at chicago cut steakhouse it's boring but it's a sport oh whatever it's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut. Good morning, boys. Jesse, good to see you. I'm glad you got in safely. I know you were concerned about that yesterday well, when we talked. I didn't know if we were going to have to do the show remotely or not, but it turned out not so bad. You would love to do the show remotely anyway, I imagine. No, no, no. I like coming in because I don't see you guys very often, honestly. So uh, It is a pleasure to yeah. see you, truly. I'm happy to have you in today. Thanks, buddy. Uh, all right, so I want to start with Greg Why don't Olson. you like hoodie? I like everybody, but I don't get I to see, see you guys. He said, oh, good shit. to see you oh, here today. Yeah. Why don't you like Hoodie? I'm always happy to see Hoodie. I tell him that every day. The person I don't tell is you. <laughs> <laughs> go after yourself. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that is our classic cut of the day brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. Go get the burger. It's awesome. Jesse, have a great day. Great seeing you, buddy. You too. Be well. You're the man. Thank you. Jay Moore, Shay. Greeny is next. Take that. From Chicago. Don't even-